It takes money. I think that was a lie. I don't want this like <laughs> weird guy to be like touching my butt that much. Sex good. Tell sex story. <laughs> show boobs. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I have to date a hot minor. Like, yeah. I mean, that could be misconstrued. Yeah, Jeets. She gave me some pain. Way Queen Radio. Insane ramblings. Although, I have to say, I do overreact sometime on my period. Give me examples. Well, you've seen how skinny my boyfriend is. Yeah. How would you describe his build? Oh, so handsome. <laughs> I mean, me too, but that doesn't help people out there. I don't know, sense. like average build? Really? I would say like stick figure. Okay, I didn't like analyze it too well. This is quite slender anyway. Slender man. So I <laughs> You're said, dating Slender Man? I am basically dating Slender Man. And I said to him the other day, oh, can I just borrow these shorts? I think because I had to go to like the bathroom in the middle of the night or get up and get coffees or something like yeah. that I just need to like pull on a pair of shorts. And he goes, oh, will they fit you? And I was like, are you calling me if I, what do you mean? Will they fit me? <laughs> so did it actually cause a fight in the middle of the night? Uh, kind of. He's like half asleep. But it's like... <laughs> Uh, it's exactly <laughs> the TV writing. Yeah, like it's the wrong time to engage anyone. Basically, you just never ask a woman if something's going to fit her. Oh uh, yeah, well he's learned that lesson. I'm sure. <laughs> but in the cold, hard light of day, you know that's not what, not he, what was he meant. Getting at. Yeah. Did they fit? Yep. <laughs> and then I wore them for like two days just to, be to like, prove it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. What's up, everybody? This is Ben. <laughs> this is Vicky. And this is episode 177 of Insane Ramblings, a very low-energy episode. Yeah. We've uh, both had long days accusing, you know... Our partners of calling us fat. Yeah, it takes a lot out of you. <laughs> but we'll try and bring it. We'll, we're up the energy. We've got our energy drinks yeah. on side, so who knows? Maybe halfway through it could flip. Mm, I mean, there's no guarantee, not. but <laughs> I'm not promising for anything. It. <laughs> we caught up on the weekend. We did. We went to a seance. Uh, would we say a seance? We went to seance. <laughs> yeah. It was an art installation. Called laid. seance. Yeah. About in, seances. We went to a shipping container in the middle of a parking lot. Yeah. Looking back, it's so dodgy. That said seance on the back of it. <laughs> I can't believe we were both like, I'm totally fine with this. We're paying $20 to get shut inside this shipping container with a bunch of strangers like what guarantee was there that they wouldn't just close it and ship us to china i feel a little um safer knowing that i saw another group come out that's true but yeah if i hadn't have seen that then all bets were off i guess because <laughs> they're literally like get inside this container it's gonna go pitch black don't freak out when it goes dark that's part of the experience yeah like they could literally just ship you somewhere and i was amazed because I'd never heard of this thing. Like the only reason I knew about it was because Vicky, you know, showed me an yeah. advertisement for it. And it's like, hey, do you want to go to this? And it's like 20 bucks for seance, whatever that means, basically. <laughs> and you were like, I'm in. Yeah, naturally. <laughs> I was like, it's 20 bucks, dude. <laughs> I was surprised that we got there because it wasn't like this huge thing that you see on bus stop ads or TV commercials or whatever. You just no, got like it wasn't an email Aquaman. or something, right? Yeah, I think so. I think like I get my tickets from this particular ticket place and they're like, based on what you've bought, here's something you might like. Right. And I was like, well done. What is it? Your AI that sends out these emails because I would love that. And I was expecting it to be quite an elaborate event just based on the... Descriptions and yeah, reviews. Yeah, like the review that I read, which like obviously didn't give too much away. Because the whole thing is kind of the surprise. Right. But I was out in the city the night before and I just, on the tram and I passed this car park, I see the shipping <laughs> container that just says seance on the side. And you're like, great. I'm like, that's it? Like, that's where I'm going tomorrow? <laughs> this is what I signed up for? Yeah. But every session was sold out. Oh, yeah. I was for the like, entire night, for the entire weekend. Yeah. I'm like, who are these people that... <laughs> <laughs> jumping on this bandwagon like again it's a shipping container in a parking lot that everyone's like fuck yes yeah, sign me up for to that go. Right. and so uh we jump in and there's like absolute darkness yeah so you sit down and you're in like old school kind of cinema chairs i would say so it's kind of set up to look like a ye olde 1920s kind of seance like there's a bell hanging there and there's a long white table and like yeah velvet red chairs yeah, and so there was, a, what, like about 
two dozen of us. Yeah, I'd say about that. Yeah. And everyone kind of sits on opposite sides of this long table. Yeah. There's like headphones that you wear. There's yep. kind of like lights dangling from the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And then once everyone's got their headphones in, the lights go out and then the show starts, I right. guess, if you want to call it that. And it's basically just all done through the headphones. Mm-hmm. They've got like this binaural audio thing. So it sounds like things are happening from you know different directions. but mm. Nothing's actually happening. Yeah. Mm. Like I kind of wish that I had have just taken off my headphones just for a little bit to, to kind like, of see the difference. Or, yeah. Yeah. Because the woman did say before we went in. Like if you get too frightened, you won't hear anything if you take the headphones off. Right. Obviously, then you'll just be sitting in a shipping container in the in dark. In the dark, which <laughs> is also not that. It's not totally unscary, especially <laughs> if people are probably just going to be screaming at random <laughs> intervals when something scary does happen like it's not totally unscary but also it's slightly pointless it's like don't come to a show called seance if you want to sit in the dark in a shipping container yeah but i can understand people get dragged along they're like i can handle this and then turns out they can't right that's true well my boyfriend was laughing the entire time and he was basically that's because i was trying not to get too scared if i didn't stop laughing i would be too immersed and it would freak me out. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's like a lot of nervous laughter. Definitely. Yeah, he was definitely like nervous laughter. But like one of the first instructions they give you is put your hands on the table. And it's like, don't take your hands off. Otherwise, I guess that's when the spirits get you or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I should take my headphones off. I'm like, oh, I'd have to move my hand from the table. <laughs> don't want the spirit in me. Yeah, I'm not falling for that one. That's how they get you. <laughs> that's how spirit gets inside you. Yeah. It was amazing. I really yeah, enjoyed it. Was really it. Cool. Yeah, it was like a tw- twenty-minute kind of experience, I guess. And it sounds like someone's like walking up and down the table, and yeah. picking random people from the uh, from the group to participate in the séance, and then yeah, it just like kind of goes from there, like the ghost appears or whatever. It yeah, just, but it's all yeah, completely in the dark. It's all through the audio. At one point, they start like whispering in your ear. Oh, that is so real. And it's like he's chosen you. I'm sorry. And it's like, get yourself into a comfortable position. And it's like, really like that whispery kind of voice. Mm. If you're familiar with ASMR. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that kind of, uh, that kind of sound where it's very like soft spoken and. Like uh, mumbly and. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, it's, you know. Right in your ear. Exactly. But it's like, it feels like someone just like leaning over your shoulder basically yeah. to like whisper it in your ear. It must be so confusing, like, because I don't get that ASMR thing. No, I don't. I, well, I don't really listen to it. I've never tried. I'll try it after the show and see if it does anything for me. So anyone who's un- unfamiliar with this, it's like a sensation that I guess only became well known because of YouTube. Yeah. Where people would post videos of just normal things like haircuts were a big one. And they started getting millions of views. Like eating is another one? Right. Like someone's like eating like right into the microphone. Yeah. And they started getting like millions and millions of views and people were like, why? It's just like a random guy of a random video of this guy getting a haircut. (laughs) Yeah. And it turned out that people were listening to this and it gives them tingles. Yeah. And so then once people realized that, then like a whole industry popped up of people on purpose making those kind of videos. Yeah. And it's a lot of women in particularly speaking in like a low soft voice. Almost like, I guess, like lulling you to sleep or something. Yeah, yeah. Almost like hypnosis. Yeah. And they just kind of like whisper and the people who are susceptible to this kind of thing, it's like a combination of like relaxing and like it sounds almost sexual. Oh, yeah. It does sound it. Yeah. I can't confirm, I guess, because I've never (laughs) experienced it myself. Like these videos, like I've listened to bits and pieces of it and never has done anything for me. Mm -hmm. But I know there was a controversy recently because... There was like a little kid who was doing ASMR videos oh. and YouTube pulled it because I guess... It was it, like possible that people were getting into it. Yeah, I like guess Like in so. the wrong it's way. Like we don't want to sexualize this five-year-old or right. whatever it is. And so even if he wasn't saying anything sexy, it's just like, you know, it's a bit like dicey area. Yeah. We better yeah. like kind of just play it safe. So it must be so confusing. Like I want to talk to someone who has... It has that effect. Yeah. And goes to seance... To be like, was that kind of exciting? Yeah, like, was it, because... And what position did you get into? <laughs> because when they're like, he's chosen you and he's like whispering into your ear, mm. 
it's a fucked up thing. It's like oh, the demon is like yeah, about to approach and right. possess you. But at the same time, I'm getting ASMR chills. <laughs> like, oh no, also hooray? Oh, mm, I never, <laughs> I never wanted to die. But if I, if I had to, this is the way I would yeah, want to go right? out. Yeah, right. Oh no, I. Oh no. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> yeah, we were all quite nervous. Like my boyfriend was kind of quite quiet all of a sudden and you were kind of pacing and I was kind of getting a bit chatty and laughing and like, you nervous, you nervous. Because yeah. we were all feeling it. Yeah, before we went in, definitely. And I was even, because like Vicky was running late. Yeah. I was having to debate like if... You don't show up in time. Do I, I go in? Yeah. Am I going to be doing this alone? Oh, wow. Would you have? I don't know. Like now <laughs> knowing what it was. Yes. Yes, definitely. Because it's not like I could really interact with you at all during the no. seance anyway. But having not known what I was getting myself into, I would have been pretty hesitant to be like, I'm definitely doing this on my own. Oh, I think that was the hardest part was before going in. It was the scariest part. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. It's just freaky to be in complete darkness where there's like zero light that is ever going to make your eyes adjust. Oh, it's super rare. And like, as they were pointing out, like there was stuff that could wreck the experience. And like beforehand, we didn't really know what that would mean. We are like, oh, is it less spooky or like, so she, the lady running it was like, you know, you take off your Apple watch and put your phones completely off, not on silent. And she was even like someone's glow in the dark t-shirt. Ruined the experience for people. Yeah, it would be so distracting. Oh, yeah. Like, but just beyond distracting. I think it would be not impossible to get as tricked by your senses. Like, I think part of it must be the sensory deprivation. Yeah, but it's just so funny that, like, you know, even with your eyes open, you can't see anything. And so, I guess your mind kind of, like, fills in the blank of what's right. going on. Yeah. Imagine that, but it's like, here's a glow-in-the-dark dinosaur staring back <laughs> at you. <laughs> for some reason... Every time I think about it, I see the 90s Michael Jordan outline. Like, you know, him <laughs> jumping with the ball up in his hand. Yeah, you probably had like a glow in the, in the dark sticker or something like I must. Tarzo's <laughs> released a Space Jam glow in the dark Michael Jordan. Like, I can have absolutely see something like that happening. <laughs> that's exactly what, when she mentioned a glow in the dark t shirt, that's exactly what I thought of. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Worth the $20, definitely. I've never experienced anything like it. I can say that. Changing tracks yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. I want to get your take on this. It's a montage, I guess, that I found online. Everyone loves a montage. Don't we all? This uh, It's from a, a Twitch streamer. Her name is Sweet Anita. Okay. If anyone who doesn't know Twitch, it's like a video game streaming website. So basically you play games and talk over them to the audience and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. She seems to have like a significant following. This is from the end of last year. But we're taking our time to get around to these things. There's no rush. <laughs> she claims to have Tourette's. And I say claimed because whenever uh, we saw Juice Bigelow back in the 90s. Yeah. Or early 2000s, whenever it was. Amy Poehler played that woman with Tourette's and it was like the funniest thing ever. She's like, you know, just yelling swear words every other second. <laughs> but the limited exposure that I've had to Tourette's in the real world it's like being way less amusing and more like sad. If yeah. Anything. Oh, definitely. Yeah. There's like the swear words in there sometimes, but it's more like weird ticks and things that just seem annoying. Yeah. I don't think this, like even the swear words, like I've seen some of them. Have you watched The Undateables, I want to say? No. Yeah. It's a, t- a British TV show where basically people with disabilities go on dates. They try to like get set up by a dating agency. And one of the guy has guys has Tourette's yeah. and he does have like swearing Tourette's, but it's again, like it's kind of awkward and embarrassing rather than hilarious. Well, I think, yeah, if you were around that person, it might be amusing for like a minute and then it would like just kind of wear off and you're like, Oh, why is this guy always like yelling and swearing? Well, yeah, he was like calling like the girl that he was on a date with like a whore and a cunt and like, it was like, oh, damn. <laughs> but I feel like you would get uh, immune to it once you know, okay, it's not, I'm not to be taking it personally. No, he can't help it. Unless That's it's true. like the kind of Tourette's that it's like my inner feelings always come out. <laughs> like you are a whore yeah. of a cunt. <laughs> that would be horrible. <laughs> um, Imagine. <laughs> no, it's my inner thoughts, Tourette's. Yeah. I would definitely lie if that's what 
like thought I had. I'd be like, no, 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 I have opposite Tourette's. Yeah, yeah, Whatever yeah. I don't think comes straight out. <laughs> As if that's not what you would say. Except then what if you do actually think a nice thing and then it's like going to insult you? I don't think... No and one's you- ever got too nice Tourette's. Have they? Like, you're beautiful. <laughs> that doesn't happen. But yeah, predominantly I would say it's like ticks and but stuff. But I didn't think anyone had the kind of... Tourette's that Juice Bigelow introduced us to either, but Sweet Anita makes me think otherwise. Like okay. maybe she is the one person that has this like amazing form of the disability that we all kind of imagined was the case when we saw that movie. <laughs> or she's faking. Well, that's the thing. Like oh, maybe you think she's, she's faking? faking. Well, I don't know. I want you're the closest thing we've got to a medical profession <laughs> uh, professional on this show. I need to get your take on it. So. If she is faking, she's doing a pretty good job because it's a long time. Like, it's not just that she puts out a five-minute video or whatever. She's right. on stream for hours, for hours yeah, yeah, and seemingly able to keep it up quite well. So, yeah, I've got this, like, montage video. Okay. You don't really need to see the video. It's just her basically playing games, playing games yeah. But I guess she's answering questions from the Twitch chat and stuff that her, her viewers are asking her. So, we can, like, listen to a couple of segments and uh, interject as we go yeah got it i would say the only advice i could give you is know your market know your dick know your dick and fucking make it thick um all right <laughs> no but maybe that's business advice for certain lines of work but <laughs> not the one i was thinking of right so with my cunt fuck's sake i'm trying to give business advice here it's not working <laughs> So that's just the first one there. Wow. Know your dick and fucking make it thick. <laughs> I'm like, come on. That's the greatest point everyone's ever said. And as she's, as she's saying, she's like, I'm trying to give professional business advice here on, I think she's talking about how she runs a Twitch stream and all that right. kind of stuff. But not only is it like completely vulgar, it rhymes. It rhymes. It's amazing. I'm very impressed. <laughs> all right, let's just keep going. Are you planning on playing any other games on this channel? I do play other games sometimes. I'm currently working on it with a potato PC, so I am. Um, it's given up on me a few times when I've tried to play other games, but I do play The Forest, I play Bioshock, I play with my dick on a Tuesday, fuck you, and Jesus, fuck you. Oh my Bitch goodness. Lasagna. Bitch lasagna. Bitch lasagna. <laughs> That's like from a meme. Uh, Bitch lasagna. Yeah. Yeah, so I think like... Part of the reason it was popularized is because of her. Oh, right. But I, I don't think she originated no. it. No. I know, like, PewDiePie was like, you know, right. he made like a bitch lasagna music video or something like that. But I don't know. There's so much going on, especially <laughs> like her, her cute uh, accent. Right. And, and like sweet voice. Yeah. yeah. It's like. Um, she doesn't even like break into screaming or like. No, there's like the pops. Like, she kind of does this. Like, oh, okay. If you like listen closely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think she like whistles occasionally as oh, well. Oh, right. So, like, that leads me to believe that, like, this is for real. That's, yeah, wow. But, like, what did she say about Jesus? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, it's like if you tried to write, like, the most vile shit that you could come up with, you would struggle to write it as good as (laughs) she does. Yeah. How am I today? Quarrelling. I'm all right. Um, I've had to come off my cock. I have come on a cock. I have come on a biscuit and 12 cocks. (laughs) Um, I'm doing alright. Oh, yeah, you would be after that. After 12 cocks. <laughs> yeah, and a biscuit. It's a big day. <laughs> ice cream is the best ice cream I've ever fucking tasted. Their um, coconut one is just fantastic. Oh my oh, fucking god. <laughs> it tastes like God's jizz. <laughs> what? 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 I didn't hear anything. That's good. She's like, uh, <laughs> let's just move on and pretend that Who's never happened. saying what? I guess she's on chat with like her opponents. Oh, right. And so she's like talking to a Twitch stream that he would have no idea that right, yeah. is going on. He's like, what did you say about God's kids? <laughs> Three years before I finally gathered the courage to do public speaking and give talks. Um, and that was quite a milestone actually I think um, it was quite recently because it was after I started streaming I think streaming really bolstered my confidence in that respect so thank you ever so much to everyone who touched my cunt and fisted my kitten I will fuck your friends mate 
Wow. Yeah. Wow is the correct <laughs> response, I think. Like, you know, you can find a lot more than that on YouTube, but those were my highlights. It's just like, what do you reckon? Like, is that legit? Uh, good on her for getting into public speaking and screaming. Oh my God, I would love her to come to my school and just be like... I'm here to talk on gaming. Yeah, just whatever you want to talk about, you've got an hour of my time. <laughs> just get out all the bitch lasagnas and kitten fisting. <laughs> I'll just, you know, be here, attentive. <laughs> I mean, good on her. She's overcoming what would initially be a difficulty and turning it into something. It's great. Yeah, but like, there's like creativity in her insults yeah i know right they're amazing i there's like a subconscious part of her mind that that's like is coming what? up with something that i couldn't write yeah like come on a biscuit is that good enough make it thick it was like, like just, oh, no, it doesn't be better no, i know no, no your dick and fucking make it thick that's what it's fucking <laughs> make it thick. that's that's what gets it yeah i love that it there. rhymes like it fits in it it's top. It's contextual. She does great. Yeah. So Sweet and Nita is my new favorite Twitch streamer <laughs> now. She's great. I like her. I'm on Sweet and Nita's Twitter now. Her tick of the day, me, passes stranger in the street. Them, morning, politely nods. Me, my dick salutes you. Should this be like a recurring segment? Oh, like- needs to. She <laughs> needs to. Oh, she's just killing her. I think just go to her Twitter. Tick of the day, opens door to a friend. Can I greet your balls with a thumbtack? <laughs> That's it's beautiful. Like, Imagine like opening the door to that and that's your wife. It'd be amazing. Yeah, this should be like, I don't know, turn those into a coffee table book or something. <laughs> yeah, she needs to. She definitely needs to. And she's such a cute, like sweet looking girl. I know. It's like a Cabbage Patch kid that uh, like that's what makes it so good as well. Because you see someone, you hear like her little voice and you're like, oh, she's so innocent. And then it's like, oh, no, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Tick of the day, me makes eye contact with friend who just handed me a coffee. I will invest in your dick. <laughs> Tim <laughs> chuckles, looks around the room. What does that mean? Should I be scared? I mean, as far as reactions go, that's kind of subdued. Like, I don't know what I'll invest in your dick means, but it definitely sounds like a come on. <laughs> the fact that he wasn't like, uh, okay, <laughs> or get away from me, you creepo. <laughs> Tick of the day, my flaps are billowing in the wind. Flap, clap, clap, flap, clap. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Huh. I mean, yeah, what else needs to be said, really? <laughs> so we tackle the big questions on this podcast, Ben. Always. Uh, so I've got another societal norm we need to talk about. Okay. I know how much you love standing in line. I assume you're being sarcastic. <laughs> well done. Nobody likes standing in line. Obviously, we all hate it, but it's part of life, I guess. So my question is this. How is it? Okay, question one. You're in line. I haven't arrived yet at the thing. Can yeah. I join you at your spot in line? Yeah, as long as I haven't reached the front. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's also like to say we're in line at a water slide, right? Right. We have to make it clear that we're together. So what, do I have to like come up and give you a kiss or something? And yeah, be like, basically. see you soon, honey. Just going to get you a snack and then I'll be straight back, everybody. Well, if, you, if you're leaving the line, mm. then yeah, that's appreciated as well. It's like, then it's obvious when you rejoin that to the person behind me. Like, oh yeah, she spot. was here. Yeah. Right. But what but, if I haven't arrived at the venue? So yeah, I think that's the better situation because then it's like, it does look like maybe you just pushed in. Right. But. That's why you have to kind of make a like a little show and dance about it. Like you're here, I've been saving this spot for you. Yeah, if you just sidle up and not say anything, that's creepy in general. <laughs> you should definitely not sidle up and not say anything to your friends at any stage when you meet them unexpectedly. Well, what if you were we spent the whole day together at the water park, right? Yeah, I wouldn't just stand next to you and not say anything. Okay, just say you said like. Thanks for like you just supporting yeah. my spot in line. We've already spent eight hours going on mm. every ride. We've been on the lazy river, the Splash Mountain, whatever. You idiot! I'd be like, "How good was Splash Mountain?" Let's talk about we've had it that again. Conversation. I'd have it again. I'll never get tired of that conversation. We've got nothing left to say to each other. No, <laughs> trust me. All right. How could Splash Mountain be even better? Is what I would ask you. <laughs> well, what the- improvements would you make to Splash Mountain? All right. <laughs> I'm just saying, like you and me. 
I felt they're a little harsh on the river. Probably... I wouldn't call it lazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would talk sure. about. You and I have like rarely run out of things to talk about. It has but, happened. But just say like, I remember when we went to Tokyo, right? I was going to say, there was one time that I can recall. We've known each other for nearly 30 years. No, nearly 20 years. <laughs> nope. <Jeez>. nope. <laughs> Did you, unless you somehow knew me when I was one. Yeah, I think I just had a little seizure or something. Sure. We've known each other for nearly 20 years. I don't know where that came from. Are you catching threats? <laughs> yeah, we've known each other for nearly 20 years. And there's only one time that we haven't had anything to say to each other. When was that? In Tokyo. Okay, that was the... Yeah, that's the only time I can think of. The other time that comes to mind, like we have touched on this before, there was like a one podcast where we're like, oh, maybe we can play video games and podcasts at the same time. (laughs) And Because we were both like... Exhausted. Yeah. And we're like, I just want to chill and play video games. (laughs) So we did like one kind of half-assed episode yeah and never seen the light of day you weren't buying my premises and I think oh we're, really <laughs> just like slightly bickering yeah i think we put out like you know bits and pieces from it at the like as after shows but yeah we yeah. definitely just kind of got halfway through the episode and went all right i guess yeah, this is it's just, not working yeah not working yeah. let's just cut it there and i think like Afterwards, you were like, what if we just don't have anything to say? Like, you were doubting <laughs> the future of the podcast. The friendship? Yeah, of the friendship What if well. we reached the end of our conversations yeah. to have together? It reminds me when I was Maybe in, that's why I moved to Japan. I was like, I need something else to talk about. <laughs> yeah, we've literally talked about everything yeah. we've ever thought about on this podcast. <laughs> it reminds me of when I was in, like, prep or grade one. Yeah. My best friend, Sean, he, I guess, would decide that we had just reached the end of our friendship and not because of any falling like wrongdoing. out. Yeah. yeah but it's the natural life course. Yeah. It's well, kind of like a moth. Think it's about here it. for two weeks and it's beautiful and then it's over. <laughs> We're four or five years old at the time. Oh, that's a lot of your life. It's, Six like, half, months. it's like half our life, <laughs> yeah. basically. And so if it's like, well, we've spent half our life together, I think that's enough. We need to branch out now. Yeah. And so we'd be on the playground. He's like, Ben, like it was a very serious kind of moment. How many like, times did it happen? I reckon like two or three. Jeez. <laughs> it's like, Ben, I think uh, this is the end of our friendship. I think it's just, I, he would say it obviously in like four year old language. Yeah. But he'd be like, I think we've uh, come to the end and uh, it's time to go our separate ways. And he would just... Walk the opposite way <laughs> on the playground. Away, Not even sadly. Rock. <laughs> it's just like, you know, when a relationship... You yeah, know, no you, one cries when relationships end. No, I'm, I'm more <laughs> thinking like, for example, when you went to Japan. Right. It's like, oh, I've just got to do this to... To, it's to blossom. Yeah, my, yeah, yeah. My life is on a different track This now. is not you, Ben. It's yeah. me. <laughs> right. <laughs> Tears weren't shed, but it's like, all right, I guess I'm not hanging out with Vicky for a <laughs> while. It's like, all right, I understand where you're coming from, Sean. I personally thought we had future <laughs> adventures to partake in, yeah. but maybe I was wrong. <laughs> and then obviously, like, 30 minutes later... He would find me on the playground and it's like, ah, I just got the craziest story to tell you. (laughs) See, I think the opposite. I think he was a friendship player. What do you mean? Well, like, you know, he's the kind of boyfriend that's like, I want to go out and see the world and and have experiences of other women. He would go out and be like, ah, I already had the best. Yeah. (laughs) Go back to what I had. That's what I'm thinking. He's that kind of like, you know, the last hurrah when you're 10 years into a relationship and you're like, I think I can do better. It's like, I want to be single for a spring break kind of thing. Right. Or he's like, I think I can do better. And he goes out and he's like, oh, turns, turns out I yeah, can't. I guess I couldn't do better. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I guess that does make me feel pretty good because he always came back. Exactly. And well, I had a friend whose boyfriend asked him to have an open relationship and she like ummed and ahed and was like, no, I don't think so. I think it'll be really bad and I don't want to do it. Well, and then, was this, they've already been dating for quite some time. Yeah. Yeah, because you can't do it that way. You got to upfront. You can establish whether it's an open relationship or not. It's hard to go three years in. Let's, let's now open it, open it up. Because right. that really just says we're on the verge of breaking up. <laughs> anyway, but, she went with it in the end. Yeah, and I think like six months later, he was like, "Let's close this back on up," <laughs> and she was like, "No way! This yeah. is the best time of my life." Like I'm having sex with a lot of random strangers just because you can't yeah, get laid. <laughs> doesn't mean that I want to put a yeah, stop to this. I think that's exactly what happened. She was like, I have the best of both worlds and <laughs> yeah. you couldn't find anyone better. <laughs> and then they broke up, what, two weeks after that? Uh, pretty much. Yeah. It's, it's never a <laughs> sign of uh, stability, I'll say that. 
yeah my favorite part is like he was like i can do i'm sure i can have more i can do better he's like oh my god i already had the best <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so that's what happened to sean no, in that's, my opinion. that's the uh the risk you play at that game i feel like it almost always seems to happen that way though i can't think of any like i know a handful of friends relationships who have decided to open it up yeah it never lasts long after that oh really yeah. that's like the death knell yeah right like you it has to be already very casual like you're a friends with benefits type situation well i can't say you can really open up a casual relationship it's not closed uh, yeah, it just doesn't work. <laughs> what was my point? Why did we get onto this topic? This is Sean. Yeah, I know. He's trying to open up your relationship and he realized there was nothing better. Yeah, but why were we, why were we talking about Sean? Because when, the time we ran out of stuff to talk about. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, yeah, there's been those two times when we were in right. Tokyo and when we were like here playing video games. Yeah, but see, I don't actually remember that one. I remember the one in Tokyo where we were on a train. All right. So and we'd spent like almost all day every day together for about seven days, yeah. I would say. Like night and day, like literally probably six hours sleep at a night, right? Yeah, so we'd finally, after 150 hours together, Basically, exhausted all, all conversation, conversation topics. <laughs> because we'd spent the time together. It's like, well... I know what you've been doing for seven days. Yeah. Like, we've also caught up on what you've been doing over the last year. Right. Like, we've done a podcast. Oh, we were also doing daily podcasts. Yeah. So, it was like, I literally, I've scraped the barrel of stuff to talk about. Like, do you know that? Yep. Oh, yeah. So, like, on the, (laughs) I arrive at the airport, Vicky greets me and we're, like, chatting for two and a half hours straight as we take the train to Tokyo. Yeah. And then... If you like jump cut to the train ride home to the airport, <laughs> we just sat in silence for two hours. So just imagine that scenario. Okay. We get to the airport and I am waiting, in, waiting line. in line for customs and yep. I go off to get us coffees. And so <laughs> then you come back to me and you you just like nod your Amen. head as you sidle up in right. the line. The people behind us, they might have missed that little interaction. They yep. need to know, hey... She didn't just like push in front. Well, you think it's going to be some sort of Simba announcement? Like I'm back to claim my (laughs) rightful praise. It wouldn't hurt. (laughs) As king. Like Vicky's returned. You hold the coffee aloft. (laughs) I've returned Scarface. (laughs) I'll say that to the people behind them. I've returned (laughs) enemies. Right. To claim my rightful place as first in the line. And, uh, but yeah, again. You've probably got to be like somewhere in the middle of the pack because if you're like pushing into the front. Yeah, you're holding everyone up. Yeah, it really just seems like you just skip the entire line and that's not fair either. So how many people do you think can jump into a line in front of you? I guess as many people are in the line. Like you can have... Right, so if there's a 20 people line, 20 people can join you in the middle. Yeah, everyone gets a plus one. Uh, no, I mean, uh, no, per be- person. Per person. Yeah, so everyone gets a plus one. So if there's 20 people in front of me... Yeah, do they all get a plus 20? No. They yeah, get- so how much does each person get? Just a plus one. Yeah. Okay, okay. what a slide scenario. Me and my boyfriend go off to get us all slushies. Yeah. We've all run out of conversation. My partner's a quiet guy to begin with. Yeah, I think two people... If You're if, pushing it. If there's like the three of us at the water park... Yeah, there is. It's an awkward number. <laughs> I think he needs to stay back with me in line. Right. Okay, so yeah. it's plus one. I think that's the good rule. Right. Because I don't want more than... Like, if there's 20 people in front of me, that's 20 potential people that can push in. Right. Now, I obviously want the ability to have someone go get me a drink or whatever while I wait in line. Like, it's good to be like, oh, shit, I really got to go to the bathroom. I got to tap out and come back. Yeah. But if it's like I tap out and you and your 10 friends yeah. join me, that does seem very unfair. So, I've been holding on to this for seven months. In fact, I, I must have forgotten. Like, it happened on the way to when I went to Japan the last time. Okay. So, I, it really did annoy me, but I guess other stuff took precedence when I came back. Yeah. So, I was standing in the line, and for some reason, there was no online check-in for this flight. I don't know what had happened. So, you're standing in the check-in line in the check-in the airport. Line. Yeah. So, I'm, say, maybe third from the front, and about three sort of older... I would say not elderly, but like maybe our parents' age, like 60s or 50s, mm-hmm. uh, at the check-in desk. And then they are like, oh, those are our friends just arriving. 
we'll wait for them. So we're already like, oh, because they're like waiting for people to come through the doors and like get over to them and stuff. So, and it's a massive line. I've been in this line for probably an hour and they have late friends who just arrived, hold everyone up to walk over from where they are, which is just arriving. Nine people. Nah, they have to line up. Right? That's, that's against the rules. I know. It ended up being a group of about 20 people. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> Nine people can't push to the exact front. I've never been so mad in my life. The, like, um, my blood's boiling. Like, I wrote a note to talk about this on the podcast and it's just reminded me. And You try to, like, push it out of your brain because, like, I don't want to remember this even happened. Right, I think I had to go to therapy or something <laughs> because, like, I'm boiling over again. I'm so annoyed. Yeah, that should have been up to the check-in people to be like, oh, you guys no. have got to get to the back of the line. And like, if they were elderly, I would have been fine with it. But no, they were not. No, because you pay like hundreds of dollars for those priority uh, tickets that get you to the front of the line. <laughs> if you want to jump straight to the front of the line on for arrival, yeah, yeah, pay pay extra. Right, I know, right? There's already a service for that. Yeah, and it is not getting a friend told just. <laughs> When you're late to the airport and there's 20 of you. So you're saying there was 20 in the group? Yeah. You, approximately just, three held the spot. But you're saying like, are there oh, three held the spot? Yeah. But then there's nine more people? So there's 40, 14 in the group. No, no, no. So there was nine that like initially showed up and then like another four again at the tail end. Oh, so they just kept coming? Yeah. Nah. <laughs> I was going I, to I, lose I, my mind. I think the three. It was like enemies in a 90s game. <laughs> like when one wave would yeah. finally be finished. Wave two shows up. Right. It was like different forms of the boss. I was, And the boss was me losing my patience. <laughs> I, that's why I think, I think we've established the one, the plus one rule. Yeah. Those initial three, they can have their plus one, one show up. Yeah. And they can't be at the very front of the line. No, but they've broken all the rules. Yeah. I agree. Is there something, maybe is there some sort of sign you can hold to say my plus one is coming back so people are aware? I wouldn't be opposed to that. (laughs) No? We've got to make it a bit more subtle though because it's like you can't be expected to just hold a sign wherever you go on the... Like a sticker on your back or something? Uh, Yeah, it's like you know how um, people to indicate they were gay would get like one ear pierced or whatever. Right. What, you have to pierce an ear? <laughs> Your friend goes to the bathroom? It's like, shit, where's the, uh, where's the ear? Where's the ear piercing gun? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've already got one. I didn't take it out from last time. <laughs> it's like... I've got seven uh, so, piercings. Sorry, I'm confused. Are you uh, homosexual or are you just waiting in line with a friend? Both. Yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting for my boyfriend to come back. <laughs> uh, no, it's got to be like something on those levels. Like, they tried to introduce this thing a couple of years ago that was like, I'm single... I'm going to wear this like badge or something. Ooh. And it was supposed to be like a small pin that you like put on your lapel or whatever for a way to single people to identify each other. But it was really lame because I think it just said like I'm single. Oh. But it was kind of like small enough that you could, I guess, in passing, see it. Under a microscope. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Can I borrow your pin? Right. But it's like we've already got all these kind of signs to like indicate for example hey would you like to go out sometime no (laughs) i have a girlfriend for instance (laughs) but there's got to be something in between the hey i'm holding my friend's spot in line physical sign that i print out uh to the ear piercing there's like a middle ground kind of like you know when you do your groceries you put down the like divider Right. Maybe there's some sort of divider you can put down for your spot in the line. Yeah. So, like, at McDonald's, because you can order from the kiosks now. You get a number printed out. Yeah. Maybe, like, everyone, like, almost like a deli (laughs) can just get a number. (laughs) I'm thinking, right. Yeah. You get the divider, but instead of putting it behind you, because it has to be someone holding (laughs) your spot. You can't just leave the divider for your spot and go wherever you like. That's rubbish. Yeah. You get the divider, like, that's stuck to a belt, mm-hmm. like, out ways. So, horizontally okay. to the back of a belt, like a tail. Yeah. And the person who's standing in line waiting puts the belt on and wears it. it does, so, there's a horizontal break behind them for you. It does punish the person who's <laughs> waiting in line, though, doesn't it? Like, no? they're the hero in the scenario. Yeah. It's like, I'm saving the spot so you can go to the bathroom. not wait in line. Right. Like... 
Whatever fun you want to have. It's not usually to go off and have fun. No one's like, thanks for holding my line, honey. Like, I'm going to go make it up with Barbie. (laughs) (laughs) You've obviously been standing in the wrong line. Yeah, I reckon. It's always like I have to go to the bathroom or get us both drinks or both snacks. I know, but why does the other person have to be embarrassed (laughs) because you needed to go to the bathroom? Well, it would be embarrassing. Everyone would be doing it. It's like a giant tail that you're wearing. (laughs) All right, fine. Here's an idea. (laughs) The person that's coming back wears a fluoro vest. One of the high-vis kind of construction worker type vests. Exactly. I like that. (laughs) And we couple it with a cardboard standee. Yes, okay. I like that. So every line is required to have, like, to say half a dozen... Cardboard, like cardboard like, man yeah, cutouts. Yeah, like life-size cutouts. And they can have fun with it. Like if you want to get like a, a giant Kramer. <laughs> you can. <laughs> you can do You can that. have whatever you like. Yeah. Right. But it just represents, hey, there's a person here. Yeah. And as you get closer to the front of the line, you shuffle Kramer <laughs> closer <laughs> to the front with you. And then when your friend is off, he's got his high-vis vest that he comes and rejoining the line. So it's like, okay. The, the, the vest, Viz guy. Yeah. yeah the is, vest matches the standing. Right. Okay. That is actually a good idea. I like that. Now, the problem is... What any, stops you from just leaving one without someone with it? Because you have to shuffle it forward. No, that's fine. Like, if you're already holding their spot, especially in the airport, you've got, like, a lot of bags that you have to like, kick along the ground yeah. anyway. No, no, because I thought you were saying, what stops you from leaving it and not having a friend? Like, just going and leaving a line. But then your Kramer would get stuck. Yeah. yeah. Then the person that is just... Behind you in line, or just, you just walk around the Kramer. Yeah, kick over Kramer. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like fuck you, nerd. <laughs> For some reason, when you said Kramer, I thought of Frasier. I mean, we could have a Frasier as well. <laughs> I don't know why. All any nineties sitcom stars you with Kelsey Kramer in line. <laughs> I do like that aspect of it, where it's like, who do I want to represent Vicky today? It's like, is right. it going to be like, how much has she annoyed me? Yeah, Fran Drescher, <laughs> maybe she's like kind of Vicky esque. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, it does imply that all these rules were made in the 90s era. <laughs> they were. Yeah. <laughs> we're just bringing them notoriety. Sure. We're marketing them. Now, the problem is that mm-hmm. we need these cardboard cutouts everywhere a potential line could form. Okay. Not a Congo line. Conga? Conga line. <laughs> is it Conga line or Congo line? It's a Conga line. Ah. Unless you're in the Congo. <laughs> then it's a Congo Conga line. Exactly. No, it isn't. It's Congolese. <laughs> Can't believe you fell for that. <laughs> My fool. Especially at like a water park or something. They're, they're they obvious need, places. They need to be Airports, water parks. Yeah, they supermarket, post office. Yeah, they got to be waterproof at the water park. Like, there's a lot of. <laughs> are we just gonna have stacks? Or, like, I guess it's like. I mean, with creating jobs. What the printing or yeah, the, <laughs> all of the above delivery, printing, logistics. I, I do like shipping. the idea. Like when replacement you, when you repair, ju- <laughs> you jump on the uh, wave pool. They've got like the big stack of inner tubes that you can float, <laughs> and next to that, it's your ten Kramers. Nin- yeah, <laughs> your nineties sitcom character. Because were you imagining ten Kramers or a variety? I was thinking the whole Seinfeld cast. Oh, really? I was thinking just ten Kramers. I mean, maybe it's like some of the more popular characters we can double up on. Right. Yeah. Okay. No, I was imagining like every airport's like where the like. Or every uh, attraction or whatever. Yep. It's like, no, 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 we're the Fran Drescher. Melbourne like, Airport's Fran Drescher. Or is it like they're the nanny? And like <laughs> the Sydney Airport is like the Friends cast. <laughs> and so it's like they do have multiple, like there's a lot of Kramers. Yeah. But it's like each character represents an archetype. It's like the Sex and the City girls. Yeah. It's like everyone is, you can slot yourself in. It's like, oh, I'm a Carrie or I'm a Samantha. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, well, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Phoebe. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think we solved it. I feel like, uh, yeah, that was great. Yeah, and created jobs for Australian workers. Might have put a few uh, rainforests out of business with the amount of <laughs> cardboard cutouts that we're printing, but you know, you can be recyclable. We'll you, make them out of recycled coffee cups. There you go. Yeah, solved another problem. You're welcome. <laughs> While we're looking back, as I like to do, I thought we could revisit. A previous episode, a long-time listeners will know that I may or may not have killed Vicky's dog. Oh, I was talking about this this week. Yeah. Why? What? what how did this come up? Uh, so we're going to be house-sitting for your mum. Oh, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like where this is going. In a few weeks. Yeah. And I was just 
reliving some of our greatest moments. Sure. Slash plotting our future greatest moments. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I was house-sitting for, for Vicky and her dog happened to die the day after I was feeding it. <laughs> now, some oh, could... In your like defense, I think it might have been two days or three days, possibly. I think there was a slight buffer, wasn't there? It was pretty slight. Oh, was it? Like, okay. I do remember the next day you coming home and receiving a phone call like, hey, so when you went to feed the dog... Yeah. How was he? Yeah. Now, personally, some could blame that on the fact that... You did a bad Vicky, job feeding? Hmm. Well, you instilled the fear of God in me. I needed to. You don't know. Like, well, evidently, I didn't. Uh, no. Well, <laughs> this is true. She's, I mean, I didn't know what condition he was going to be in. Like, I think you, you put a fucking hit on him because you heard what he was like. Yeah. So, she's like, just basically slide the food into its enclosure like, the dog was just outside. It was basically like feeding a lion. Yeah. Or like, you know, in Jurassic Park when they show them, like, drop, like, lowering in the goat. Right. <laughs> That's what I was envisioning. That's what I wanted you to envision. And so I went and it was, like, already... The sun had set. I kind of slide the food outside the back door. Yeah. I could kind of get a glimpse that there was a dog there. And to my surprise, he didn't try to like gnaw my head off or anything. So I was like, oh, this is great. A win for Ben. I got an easy one. Yeah. Little did I know he didn't try to kill me because he was himself on the verge of death. Yes. So (laughs) I don't take full responsibility, but I was listening to, uh, to Nikki Glaser's radio show this week. Okay. And I think she had a good coping mechanism to how to deal with these kind of situations. So if you're like, wow, Ben killed my puppy, but, He's living with this surprisingly well. I want to let you in on like some secrets of how I've been handling Dealing this. with the, uh, the guilt. Yeah. Okay. Her co-host didn't show up that day. Yep. So I think she was just kind of rambling. And it's one of those things where when you're in that zone, some weird stuff might just come out of your mouth and you don't really think through what you're saying. But I think it's good advice nonetheless. Here, here we All go. All right, let's do this. Just to uh, paint the picture, she's mm-hmm. already playing some audio from a self-help kind of CD or whatever. Okay. You should go into these situations absolutely knowing that you will feel negative states of mind. Self-judgment, self-doubt, annoyance, anxiety. Go in like you're playing a video game. You absolutely know that certain challenges are going to appear on this level of the game. And this is the level of negative emotion. So simply feel them and then let them go. Don't act on them. That is so key. You are your own person. When someone projects a thing at you, even if it is about you, even if you (laughs) killed their dog and they're mad at you, you can choose to not feel that (laughs) anger from them and and be okay with yourself for killing. I mean, I'm giving a weird example right now. No, (laughs) I'm saying even if you've done something wrong to this person, which most of the time you haven't and you're just inventing it in your head, whatever someone's throwing at you energy wise, then you you can just leave it on the floor. You don't have to, no one can make you feel any way. And then he gets to what else? This is the key part that I really want you to listen to because it's helped me a lot. You can just choose to feel any way that you want. <laughs> How are you if, choosing to feel? Yeah, I choose to feel nothing. <laughs> yeah, indifferent. An emotionless being. <laughs> Almost as like I didn't kill your dog. <laughs> like you never had a dog yeah but you don't understand like the reason why i warned you against this dog so fiercely is it was vicious was being the operative word well yeah it's dead now yeah so it haunts you mercilessly i'm sure (laughs) but um while it was on this earth sure um yeah it was literally like it would have bit you if it wasn't dying so that's why i was like literally slide the food out the door and close it as quick as you can well, hey, I followed your instructions yeah, you to a T. I know, and killed him. He died yeah, as a consequence shock. of <laughs> your instructions. I'm surprised. It was a poor, a poorly laid out plan. <laughs> and you were the one who laid out the plan. Oh, no, he died a surprise. What? That his prey finally got away. It was shame. Hey, whatever. You should have, you should have prepared him for it. Well, I mean, it was you or him. I feel like if that was the ultimatum, <laughs> I definitely came out in the right. <laughs> <laughs> I just like that. She's like, even if someone killed your dog. Wait, that was a weird example. That's definitely a 
a weird example. You should definitely feel their anger. <laughs> I mean, I would have thought so, but hey, take That's... some. Why don't you take her advice, Vicky? Yeah, okay. Someone killed your dog. <laughs> you should leave it on the floor. Yeah. Like you left him suffering on the floor. Thank you. That's all I was trying to get at. Before we uh, sign off for the day, mm-hmm. I have had an ongoing saga that I think we should finally get to. Yes, please. Listeners might remember a few years ago, there was a problem with the clocks in this apartment. Oh, yeah. Like every time. Probably the ghost of my dog. <laughs> I think this was even before your dog was dead. So Astral projection. Hard to blame. <laughs> wow. Well, then we definitely should have tried to keep him alive. Are you right? Although, do I want to keep alive a dog who's just fucking with <laughs> the temporal, t- you know, space-time <laughs> continuum? Probably not. One of life's big questions. <laughs> Are we safer with him alive or with him in the spirit realm? I well, guess we'll never know. Just to be safe, since he has died, the clocks have been a lot better. So, <laughs> but Did I mention he can bend time? <laughs> you failed to mention that. Maybe okay. we should have looked at his genome or something in his death. Oh, well, easy come, easy to go. Is your new pet messing with the fans in my bedroom? <laughs> I'm telling you, he's haunting you. Because this He's got is, greater influence. This is the new ongoing problem. See, astral projecting, Yeah, he could only move something as small as the hands on the clock. Yeah. Now he's full spirit realm. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> he <laughs> can move something bigger. I think of the consequences. Well, yeah. although I wish maybe he did a better job of moving it. Because and cooled the apartment down. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't have air conditioning in my bedroom. We've got like a portable AC unit in the lounge, but yeah. it's been like 45 degrees some of these nights and like it's been burning yeah like i literally the other night it did not get below 30 degrees oh, all it was night crazy. yeah and so i've just got like this shitty little desk fan on the side of my yeah room. try having a shitty little desk fan and a new boyfriend oh yeah my uh my sister's friend always used to say boyfriends are for winter they are for winter yeah. i agree and so uh that's just your rookie era oh my gosh i feel like i've married the lava man does he have air conditioning maybe you could just, he does not so you, you gotta Boyfriends might be for summer if they've got an AC <laughs> department. Um, so, no, I'm, yeah, I'm dating the lava guy. So it's literally like having molten cheese <laughs> poured on me every morning. Sounds fun. Mm. I've had this fan that I bought like the uh, summer that we moved into the apartment like five years ago. Yeah. It got so unbearably hot. Like we moved in for a week and then we didn't even have like the AC unit in oh, the lounge damn. room at that time. And so all three of us... I just like, uh, Sweltering. how about we move in next week? And we just like all <laughs> ran off home for like a few An extra days. week. Yeah. We're just like, this is unbearable. Uh, I like, I remember um, there's that Seinfeld episode where Jerry's talking about any time that you're moving back in with your parents, things aren't going great in your oh, life. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm like, we're just going to like, this doesn't count. This is not moving back. Yeah. I'm delaying. Right. We just didn't move out yet. Yeah. Technically. No, no, no. This is still part of the same episode. Right. You're All right. my stuff might happen to be in a room in the city. It's storage. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> I'm storing it there. The stuff for is the summer. moved. Yeah. I have not. I'm technically still living at home <laughs> yeah, for this that's week. Right. And so uh, I went out and bought a desk van at that time. Yeah. And it got me through like a few years of summers. But you can attest to this last year, maybe oh, even two years gosh. ago. I think it was two years ago. It was like the most ridiculous thing. It was clearly on its last legs. Around about the same time my dog died, it started <laughs> malfunctioning, actually. And so you would turn it on to full blast. And it would slowly be kind of like, I don't know, it was like you'd asked Naomi Campbell to be in your fashion startup show, but you're like Calvin Klein's son. Perfect analogy. <laughs> like she's slowly getting up to do it. What? Because she just doesn't want to? Why? Yeah. <laughs> I just, I'm not America's Next Top Model over here. I, I, okay. don't, I don't understand those analogies. I'll take your word for it that that makes sense. <laughs> it would like rotate at one oscillation per hour, basically. Yeah. It would take about, I'd say 15 to 20 minutes before it kicked in. Yes. But before was, that, it would literally, like the sun, like the earth travels around the sun faster than the fan would turn one turn. Yeah. Like you'd press it and you'd be unsure if you even <laughs> turned it on. And so it, it, it's really like my fan was mocking me because it would be so slow. Like it's obviously... It's like it needed a warm up or something. It was like... But, and then like a minute of that and then it'd be like... Yeah. Like there's no 
breeze coming off this thing. And then like three minutes all. of that, and it'd be like... Yeah. And then finally, <laughs> after three minutes of that, it'd be on. And then once, yeah, like 15, 20 minutes later, it's like, oh, I've got a working fan now. Yeah. Just as long as you don't want to ever turn it off. <laughs> then you have to go through the whole That's cycle right. again. And so this summer again was unbearably hot. So I just gave up. I'm like, I just got to get a new fan. Christmas mm-hmm. rolls around and my mum was asking, hey, is there anything you want for Christmas? And so I said, oh, get me a new fan. Mm-hmm. Like I can wait you know, the five days or whatever it is till Christmas. I'll just put yeah. up with my old shitty fan for that time. It turned out it was a long five days that I had to wait <laughs> because not only was it now struggling to exist, mm-hmm. it started making like these sounds. Oh God. I'm going to play you like a sample. Of the that, song of its people. Yeah. I took this in like the middle of the night because... <laughs> It's now keeping me awake. Like oh. at least like normally you've got this like subtle kind of white noise right. sound that like Julian, he's got a, uh, one of those like Dyson airblades. Yeah. yeah. And he'll put it on just to uh, lull him to sleep because he just finds it soothing. Yeah. Well, he's just basically a white noise machine. It's so quiet. Yeah. And so this was not that. <laughs> Here's a good like 18 seconds of what I was like trying to sleep through. And basically you have to kind of determine... Do I want to be hot or do I want to put up with this all night? Yeah, what's going to keep me awake? The heat or the earthquake? Yeah. <laughs> it kind of sounds like... It almost sounds like a bird on this I was recording. thinking, yeah, I was thinking like it sounds like a relaxation tape like in the forest or like on the beach with cicadas. It's it's so much more annoying than that. Like, the, I guess the audio doesn't do it justice because it's like super high pitch that squeal. Like, you can hear a lot of the air annoyingly yeah. on that video on that uh, recording. But just imagine that goes into the background and all you hear is that like it's like it's like a high pitch whiny bird that is just like all night. And you think. Okay, this will die down eventually. Oh, I'm not, no. yeah, oh definitely no. <laughs> it's like two hours into it, and you're like, oh, fuck it. it I'm can't just go much longer. I can't handle it. Yeah. I took it apart and somehow Was that necessary? You could have just switched it off. <laughs> you didn't need to like disassemble its parts like it's Annabelle. Well, it's I'm not saying- gonna stop making the noise in the night. Well, I was hoping like if I just cleaned it or something. Oh, right. You took it apart and cleaned it and put it back together. I yeah. thought you were like, I can't put up with this noise any longer. <laughs> no, like, no. Not only am I just going to switch it off like it's some sort of haunted fan. Right, right. I don't want it to have the ability <laughs> to start up. I'm going to disassemble it and bury each part in the four corners of the globe. Well, keep in like, mind. I shipped one part. Like the fan blades have gone to China. Like right. the cage has gone to America. I'll bury the stand here. And like <laughs> the screws are on their way to Tahiti. So I this wish. fan will never reassemble itself. <laughs> I wish I could have done that, but I still had four more sleeps till Christmas till I got my new fan. Right. So true. it's like. I got to do something. I couldn't just I go can't out. move back in now because I've moved out for years. And that's the thing. Like I couldn't just go out and buy a new fan because I'd already asked my mum to buy one for me. But you also can't go back to your parents because that's definitely moving back in. Now. Oh, yeah. You yeah, can't now. claim it's part of the same like. No, no, no. That's not an option anymore. <laughs> no. But it's like, how am I going to get through these next four days? And so I'm like, all right, I'll just clean this thing. Right. I took it completely apart. I like dusted every little nook and cranny, mm-hmm. put it back together. And now it just doesn't spin at all. <laughs> <laughs> it took, like, I just left it so on. So that was a load bearing screech. I don't know. <laughs> it was one of those things I'm like, oh, maybe I just like tightened something too right. tight. No. And like what little oscillation that I was getting is now just obsolete. <laughs> Instead of like the usual 15 minutes warm up period, mm. it literally took an hour. <laughs> Did you switch it on as you were leaving for work in the morning? I basically <laughs> had to do that. And so I was like, oh my God, like, what do I do? Like for that hour while I was just crossing my fingers that it might just recognize that it's a fan. <laughs> what were you like sitting in an ice bath or something? Well, like... Yeah, I was probably just like sweating it out going like, <laughs> how the hell am I going to get through the night? Yeah. It did like finally start the slow oscillation. Oh, I was like, God. oh my God, all right, I'm not going to fuck with this thing again. Right. I'll just put up with that annoying sound. I'll put up <laughs> with the fact that it's like clearly on its deathbed. Yeah. Christmas rolls around. Again, new fan. Great. Nice. Nailed it. Perfect. 
I the horror's pl- over. <laughs> or so I thought. Yeah. I plug it in. Mm. It's like this weird like industrial fan. Like it's like a metal fan. Okay. Which you would think would be really good. Like my old one was plastic, mm-hmm. but you're like, oh yeah, this could be uh, stronger. Like it's obviously made from better materials and sure. stuff. It let out like this crazy smell <laughs> just, just filled my room with like, well I don't done, know, like, it's, it smelled like paint fumes or something. <laughs> and because I don't have a big bedroom, I'm like, you know, in a, in, a, in a city apartment. Yeah, right. There's not a lot of space. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or, or ventilation. ventilation. Right. So I'm like, well, maybe if I just run this thing for an hour. A couple or two, of hours, like the balcony doors open. Yeah, yeah. Like the smell will dissipate. It's just because it's like new. Newly out of the box. Yeah. Right. I couldn't handle it. Like I, I just left it on for an hour or two and every time I just return to my room and it's like, I can't breathe. Somehow it's getting worse. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like somehow like poisoning my bedroom with this goddamn paint fume smell. <laughs> and so like I was really sick that week. Uh, yeah. And so I did it like two or three times and it's just giving me this like even worse headache. You're like, no, no, no. I'm like, all right, I can't handle this anymore. I just give up. I'm going back to my old fan, even if it's like... It takes an hour. Yeah, it takes an hour to warm up and it sounds like Tweety Bird is like yakking <laughs> in my ear for the eight, nine, yeah, eight right. hours. Yeah, right. I didn't know how good I had it. <laughs> right. So uh, I had to just go out and buy myself a new fan. I'm like, mom, I'm sorry. Your, I can't take it anymore. Yeah, your Christmas right. present has backfired. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I don't know what but, you did to this. Yeah, it's like 45 degrees and I can't sleep. With this goddamn <laughs> fan. Yeah. Right. So uh, my nightmare is thankfully over. I got a new plastic fan and it's doing its job. For now. It turns on when I want it to, which is nice. It doesn't... <laughs> stink of paint fumes. It doesn't stink of paint fumes. Or it doesn't scream. give me... The, yeah, like it's in pain <laughs> every waking moment of the night. Every revolution is suffering. Yeah, that's Please what it felt like. kill me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, mum's got a shine new fan she doesn't seem to be bothered by the paint paint fumes yeah (laughs) so i mean she benefited from this even if i had to kind of be like so uh thanks for your gift but it's trying to kill me so and isn't that the true meaning of christmas i thought so (laughs) basically what i'm saying is scamper or any other animal spirits that are trying to fuck with my life Mm. i apologize Mm. Uh, i thought you put that on the ground yeah just throwing it out there in case they have some kind of, what did you call it? Like beyond the grave style astral projection <laughs> abilities that, I mean, I don't, I don't. He's obviously a dog poltergeist, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'll try to not piss off any more of your animals I guess, from here on out. I teach them all these skills in life. So they become my undead army. I mean, it's slow going. Yeah. I've like, got four dogs <laughs> in my undead army, but... You know, I got a hundred years of life. I'll have twenty-five dogs by the time I'm ninety. <laughs> you couldn't, you couldn't teach it to um, to not bite the stranger that's trying to feed him. No, but you could teach him how to astral project in the afterlife. <laughs> yeah, yes. all right, good to know. I feel like you're um, you training are straight. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> Would you rather an undead army or an obedient dog? Answer me that, Ben. Answer me that well, truthfully. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What What's the, the truth? If the undead nope. army can just fuck with appliances, is that all they can do? Don't know yet. I guess all that remains to be seen. Well, for the moment, I'd prefer the tame dog, I guess. Well, don't wake up dead. I'm trying not to. <laughs> I'm trying to wake up at all. <laughs> you can reach me, <laughs> Vicky, at InsaneRamblings.net. Podcast at InsaneRamblings.net will find us. Uh, you can... For some reason, I guess, also reach Ben at insaneramblings.net. <laughs> say it. Say my name. Yeah. That was probably weird. I know. That, uh, I feel like I got some power over you. Well, again, you met my boyfriend for the first time at this seance thing yeah. this weekend. And did it feel weird that you shook his hand and then like you and I kind of just awkwardly waved? No, I wasn't thinking about Oh, uh, really? Because I didn't know what to do. I was like, well, we don't hug. We're certainly not going to shake hands. I kind of just gave like a half wave and then you walked yeah. away. It was very weird. Oh, okay. I must have not been paying any attention. Oh, yeah, because no. you shook his hand because you met him for the first time. But then I was like, what do we do? <laughs> really like put me on the back foot. <laughs> no, thankfully, like from time to time, I hear stories of social anxiety like that. 
And certainly, I'm a person who has many social anxieties. (laughs) But whenever I don't have the one that they're talking about, it almost makes me feel like, phew, dodge that. (laughs) I've got 99 problems. Yeah, but... (laughs) That ain't one. Greeting Vicky ain't one. (laughs) Uh, Jump on iTunes where you can rate, review and subscribe. And of course, you can find us facebook.com slash insane ramblings. You can private message us. You can comment on all of our content. Of course, you'll get behind the scenes stuff, some shareables, etc. So please do like the page and comment along and share some of your favorite clips to get your friends into the show. We're also on Spotify now, so feel free to listen there if that's your preferred platform of choice. Away, Seaboat. You can pretend you, you're in a hot tub. Are you done? You can pretend you're in a hot tub while you're doing the show. I don't know if it sounds like a hot tub. It just sounds like someone obnoxiously drinking into the microphone. Oh my God, you'd be amazing at secret sound. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. It's in ramblings.